everyone, welcome back to Songs That Send Us. We have a very special guest today joining Annie and I. Who is it? Who is it? Any guesses? Who is like, Annie? Like Who's with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, I, Annie's roommate. She's going to be here today. They knew it. <laughs> good guess. Good guess if you got that. Uh, who, who is Annie's roommate? Lissa, who are you? That's a big question. Hi. But who um, are you? I'm How do you know Lisa. Annie? I'm Annie's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> we went I, to high school together. Yes. We did uh, music theater. We, yeah, mm-hmm. we were in the Broadway company together. So. Oh. Wait, can you sing then? <laughs> just, yeah, I dabble in the singing. Listen. She's very good. You gotta sing us a note or two of, of the song you chose. <laughs> you, I know Shannon's not a music person because a music person would never ask oh, another person just to never. perform on, on the spot. <laughs> But yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. See where it takes <laughs> us. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today, Lissa. We're very excited to get a little bit into this. But what we do every week on the pod is bop talk. Have you been bopping to anything recently? Oh, well. Any new music? <laughs> new music. I mean, it can be old stuff you are listening to. I have been listening to Uptown Funk a lot recently. (laughs) I just, what I do is just I bring songs back that I used to love a lot, and I just listen to them on repeat for like a few days until I get sick of it, and then I like switch it up. Also, MGK's new album is really good, so Mm. I really like most of the songs on there. Do you listen to MGK at all, Shannon? I know that really popular one that he just did. It's called, like, Valentine's Day or something. Mm, Is that correct? Bloody Valentine. Yes, that one. And I did see his SNL performance, but I know that didn't go according to plan for whatever reason. I think he, he like his vocals were messed up or something like that. Mm. But that was a really cool SNL performance, and he just seems like a really cool person to be around, honestly. I think him and his relationship. Immaculate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. But I would say also, Shannon, if you haven't given Uptown Funk a listen recently, you should. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? That's a really random one to, (laughs) I feel like, be listening to right now. But it's on one of my, not hype up playlists, but when the beat hits because it's a fun one. Exactly. Yeah, but I I respect that in Uptown Funk bop recently. Mm -hmm. What about you, Amy? Yeah. About me? I don't know if I already talked about Vagabond's EP. Did I? Do you remember you that? might have in a past episode, but is there one song on there that you've just been like, wow? In a Bind or Water Me Down. See, I'm not good at picking, but it's really good. It's 2019 EP I only found recently. Hmm. Well, I mean, these are all going to be added to our Bop Talk playlist later. If anyone's like, hmm, I would love some Vagabond. Or, you didn't you answer. Know? What's oh, me? What's mine? Uh, I don't know if... Either of you know Shaffle Rowan? They had a hink What's song the, like genre. I I don't I don't even know how to classify this artist, but one of her songs, School Nights, is really good. It's kind of darker. When I draw tattoos on your forehead. But it's got a fun beat throughout it, and I've been listening to a lot of that. I know I put one of her songs on your playlist, your and I playlist, shared playlist. Oh. Need like to listen. Pink, yeah, Pink Pony Club or something, which I think is about working at a strip club. But <laughs> <laughs> another one is Santa Fe by Devoted, and that's just a really fun beat. It's kind of an upbeat summer jam, I think. But uh, we are here today to discuss good old Taylor once again. Oh, yeah. We brought another resident Swifty onto the show. Oh, Lisa, yeah. give us some background on your Taylor love, yeah. where one that started. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Well, 
been a journey. So I guess one of my friends, she really liked Taylor Swift. I was in like a play with her or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. And she really wanted to go to concert. And we were psycho. And we <laughs> were like, we're going to get there at like 5 a.m. And so we did that. And oh we just like God. sat there all day. This was at the Bradley Center at the time. For context, how that. old were, was this? Like how old were you? That's a good question. I was probably like, ooh, maybe like a sophomore or maybe a freshman. I don't even remember, but I was in high school for sure. I remember doing finals and then like doing this after that. So either freshman or sophomore, but yeah, we just sat there all day and eventually somebody came up to us and was like, oh, Taylor's mom wants to know like where you're sitting in the crowd. And we were like, what? No, stop. Are you kidding right now? Are you yeah, serious? No, we were like, what? Like, no way. So she like writes down our seat numbers and we're like freaking out and we're like, no way. She, it's like, nothing's going to happen. But then literally Taylor Swift's mom came to our seats and was like, come with me to the pit. And so we did. And <laughs> we came to this elevator with her. We were just like, what is happening? What is life? And we went into the pit and we just watched the show with Taylor Swift's mom and it was insane and we were like huh so that I mean I was already a fan of her obviously before that because like I was like yeah I love it but more my friend was and then after that I was like oh my god I'm obsessed so that was for speak now that was that concert and after that we ended up being like we can do it again and so we went to Chicago and this was Wrigley Field no Soldier Field Soldier Field Mm. and this was for Red Mm. and so we did again we did the same thing we went we sat out all day eventually I don't think anyone even came out to us or anything this time but we were in our seats and again someone came up to us and was like hey listen up we saw yeah it was crazy and we were like no way so it happened again we got to go to the front seat this wasn't taylor's mom it was just like some random person that time but still we got to go to the front and like watch it again it was a crazy crazy experience and then we tried to do a third time and after that it did not it didn't happen are you pulling my leg are you serious this happened to me twice it did it was insane we were like we are the almighty gods and it was so funny because all of our friends all of our family were like you guys are going to soldier field there's no way you're gonna do it again like don't get your hopes up and we're like yeah we did it it was crazy it was just insane you I were blessed that. in another life. The fact that that happened not once, but twice. I know. I know. It was insane. I mean, the key, I guess, is to just go at 5 a.m. and sit outside of the <laughs> tour bus all day and talk to anybody who walks by and just be like, hey, how are you? And they'll just be like, what are you doing? And then eventually I think somebody tells someone something. Like these like, psychopaths are out there and have been sitting out there all day and they just know. Have so, you met Taylor, possibly? Is this another no. <laughs> surprise? That <Wow>. was, no, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> (laughs) That was like one of our big goals. We're like, we're going to do it. Because you know how at all the concerts, like the tea parties or whatever. I don't know if there was like ever one after our concerts because I would have imagined I would have been in fire at home. But I don't know if there was any that after the concerts that I went to. But we were always like, we're going to get invited. But never happened. Met everyone else. Taylor's mom. I think we met her dad too. And I think maybe her brother. We were like suspecting that it was him, but we weren't 100% sure. You're basically two degrees of separation from Taylor. Just I know. I think I touched her hand at that one but that was about as close as I got I know so many Swifties who have always been, oh, I just want Taylor's mom to see me and pick me and take me yeah. backstage. Yeah. And it happened to you twice. Marissa would be in bits if she knew that oh this happened to you twice. Wow, that's amazing. So cool. See, I wrote my college essay about it, actually. So you got into college because, because of Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. It's really impacted your life. Your life's been changed yeah. because of this. See, so yeah, I was a big, big Swiftie. You'd, you'd be surprised. I actually kind of fell out of love with her. Mm. Um, reputation. 
then I was like no longer a Swifty. I was kind of like, Taylor, this is just not it. I was mm. like, look what you made me do, like, girl. That's so funny. So, Annie yeah. was actually talking about how <laughs> reputation made some people become less of events. That's really interesting mm-hmm. that that's basically what happened to you. Ugh, I love old Taylor, and like, I just feel like this is not you. Mm. But I respect it. I think she did what she needed to do, and she's, you know, doing her thing now. So she's back, and I love her now, again. <laughs> <laughs> And here we are. <laughs> wow. But yeah. the fearless release. Mm-hmm. Well, do you, yeah. did you vibe with Folklore and Evermore? Do we like those? I definitely do like them. I'm not like, like, I don't even know them, honestly, mm. as well mm-hmm. as Name Every Song and all of her older albums, but those ones I just never totally dove into. I was at lunch with a couple of friends, and I was playing some of these songs, Love Story and, and Forever and Always in the Car, and they were just like, I actually know all of the words to this Fearless album, and also Teared Up Some My Guitar and uh, the other one that was off of that one that was really popular, our, our song, I think, I, I kind of prefer the ones where she had a bit of country. Surprisingly, I did like Country Taylor. Mm. Like, I think that's what made me a little upset mm. when I was like, come on, you're, you're I love Country yeah. Taylor. I mean, is it face, safe to say that Fearless is probably your favorite out of all her, her catalog, out of her I catalog? Speak Now is oh. my favorite. But Fearless was a very close second. Huh. I feel like you could be impacted by the fact that you were on her Speak Now tour. So. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I listen there's... to those songs and I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> I think there's a lot of bangers on Speak Now too, though. Yeah, mm. there is. Speak Now is so good. But why Forever and Always? Forever and Always. Which is the song we're talking about today. I don't know if we actually said that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Forever and Always. It's just relatable to me personally, I feel. Like, men are just so dumb. Mm. And yep. they cannot make a decision to save their life and I just feel like I never know what they're talking about I feel like they never know what they're talking about and yeah so t- that's just Taylor's vibe in this song I feel Lissa you're spitting facts right now really, <laughs> really hyped to get into oh, the yeah. lyric dissection in a little bit but Annie is this your favorite out of the whole album because I can safely say this is my favorite is it? Uh, I don't know yeah. if I have actually made Simply. a decision. Wow. The whole album. I feel like it was an easy choice for me. I don't know. I kind of really do love, I almost want to say, The Way I Loved You. Oh, that one's so good. Uh, that was a, also, you're not sorry. But mm. it's just, every time I think I have a favorite on an album, then I remember all the other songs on the album. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that one's kind of good too. Just, yeah, when you but just no, the for, track. So yeah. Like, but Forever and Always mm. is a really good one, and I'm glad we're talking about this one. We all know that it's about Joe, so let's mm. just. Joe. I was pointing like this out to Lisa the other day when we were listening oh, yeah. to it. Mm. Oh, wait, where's the line? I need to find it. But there's a line in here. This one? Oh, yeah. And I stare at the phone. He still hasn't called. And then in Between Potential two. Breakup Song, which is also oh my about God, Joe yes. Jonas, they talk yes. about the phone. And I was like, this boy needs to be picking the phone up. I literally made a note girls. about that. Well, actually, this is going to rock both of your worlds, but Ali and AJ, apparently, I don't know if it's true, but they said that, that this song is actually not about Joe. Some other mm. song called Flattery is about Joe. But I think we can all still assume that this mm. is also about Joe. Mm, come on. <laughs> Mr. Joe <laughs> Jonas. Face. I think it's still about Joe. Yeah. For sure. Wow. He. Why does he hate communication? Yeah. That's sad. Also, I don't know if you guys know, there's a piano version of this song, which is mm. kind of sad, obviously, because it's a piano so version, good. and it's the exact opposite of this, which I think this is such a catchy song because of the lyrics, but also the beat, like the drums throughout the whole song. Yes. Kill it. Love it. And that makes it, I think, kind of 
a bop as far as some of her old stuff goes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you reminded me of that. I totally forgot about the piano version until right now, and I'm like, it is so good. I used to listen to it all the time in high school and just cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've actually heard the piano version. Oh, it's so good. Do you want to jump into the lyrics? Yeah, let's Do you guys have overlaying thoughts? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like Fearless 2, a lot of the songs kind of have that fairy tale like love vibe, and that is here too at the beginning when she starts it off, Once Upon a Time. But then that's not how the rest of the song goes. I like the fact that it starts with Once Upon a Time because it's so kind of oppositional to the mm-hmm. fact that the rest of it is not fairy tale us. One of my yeah. favorite things about the song is how like sarcastic she is with all these lyrics. I oh love it. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's there's an actual line that I was just like, oh, okay, her tone changes and the vibe changes when she says, well, I, I think it happens several times in the song, but when she says, baby, what happened? It's just Once upon a time, I believe it was a Tuesday when I caught your eye. We caught on to something. I hold on to the night. You looked me in the eye and told me you loved me. Were you just kidding? Cause it seems to me this thing is breaking down. We almost never speak. I don't feel welcome anymore, baby. What happened? Please tell me. Cause one second it was perfect. Now you're happy. That was the bit the tone change happens where she goes, baby, what happened? Mm. Uh, she kind of gets, she says it like almost sarcastically, I think. And that was just like, oh, I think that's a really fun bit of the song, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like kind of the same type of vibe is the whole second verse kind of, which is the exact place what I was going to say. Just all of it. I love it. When she's like, was I out of mm-hmm. line? And then she's like, did I say something way too honest made you run and hide? But then she's like, like a scared little boy, <laughs> like you little <laughs> shit. Little like, bitch. actually, fuck you. Like, no, it yes. wasn't me. It was you because you're a scared little boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I remember I listening. That. I don't think I picked it up when I was younger, honestly. I was like, oh, wow, yeah, tell him. Yeah. But listening back to it now, yeah. I made a note of it. I was like, ooh, yes. Because I think it's so funny that she's like, was I out of line? I was like, oh no, don't blame yourself. Right. And then she goes, like a scared little boy, right. because so- hello. He's yeah. just running away from his emotions like Girl, all you. men do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was a that's also one of my favorite little combos she does. Yeah. Which just she's powerful as a lyricist. Taylor, you were so right. At 16, she had it all figured out. <laughs> I know. It's just it also makes me sad listening back to this and then being like, oh, she got so much shit after this album for calling men out, like, okay, end. You know, yeah. right. <laughs> they yeah. did it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they should have done it. <laughs> Seriously. Exactly. Exactly. And the fact that so many girls can relate to it. Why is that? Bingo. Ah. Okay, speaking about relatable bits of the song, my one of my favorite bits, the bit where she says, because in one second it was perfect, now you're halfway at the door, and I stare at the phone, he still hasn't called, and then you feel so you can't feel nothing at all. Ugh. That's the bit that I think you were talking about, Annie, but that reminds me, that's again the Joe Jonas probably reference about potential breakup song, yeah. And that, I just feel like so many people can relate to waiting for a text back mm-hmm. or a callback, and then just kind of, you're not able to think about anything else, all you yes. think about, and you can not live in the moment because you're just like, wow, I'm so But annoyed. also it's so relatable because of the the next line that goes and you flash back to when he said forever and always because I feel like when you're in those moments too you're so easily swayed being like but remember he when he was so, so sweet yeah uh, remember when it was working mm-hmm. remember when he put interest into this and <laughs> oh so like yeah. convinces you to stay around longer Ugh. Mm. yes <laughs> <laughs> that's just like her line here's to silence yeah puts me to the core where is this going thought I knew for a minute but I don't anymore playing games like just not understanding mm. just all of it is just so relatable I just feel like also 
also not to get into gender things but I also feel like men only do that women don't play yeah, games like that and I'm just I kind of hate I hate that but Taylor yes. is calling them out well I love this. the part that cuts me to the core and then there's another line right before mm. that that's thought I knew you for a minute now I'm not so sure and just mm. the same idea of you think you know someone and then you get to this point where they're treating you so shitty and you're like but who was that person because mm-hmm. is that actually them yeah. or mm-hmm. is this person I'm seeing now the real person well that also makes me go back to the line I think it's a couple times in the song where she says were you just kidding because it seems to me this thing is breaking down and that again she doesn't know really know him or but she doesn't also know what this relationship it's not even a relationship like what it is and that's just the confusion about especially when you're younger I feel like like our age kind of but also in your teens even more so you don't really know what the vibe is when you're dating someone or maybe just got something casual going on and that kind of seems to be the case here she's got more feelings than he does but then at the same time and and I don't know if this is this is probably not a popular opinion the whole point of the song and I think it's the chorus where she goes because I was there when you said forever and always you didn't mean it baby I don't think so I don't know like I don't know if this is maybe me being a pessimist but I think I mean everyone's feelings change you can't have the same feelings for years of your life you know what I mean and this is they're young so their feelings change even quicker mm-hmm. so I feel like it could just be and this is young love but just a case of oh he maybe did love her at that point but then he stopped loving her and that sucks for her but that's just how it is sometimes so I don't know Totally. I feel like the key was the communication aspect. Like, if that was the mm-hmm. case, he needed to pick up the phone and tell her that. <laughs> Which, but yeah, totally. To segue to another part I really like, I just love the idea, too, of, like, it rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. Nothing is wrong. It rains when you're here and it rains when you're gone. Nothing is working anymore and everything sucks, but you still can't let it go. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst. Probably because you're still thinking of this uh, one beautiful moment when it was, mm-hmm. that was perfect and I want it back but now everything sucks and I'm still... Ugh. You just want to get back well, to that time. I thought that was more, it rains when you're here, it rains when you're gone. Like when he's there because the relationship got kind of toxic because he mm-hmm. wasn't communicating or whatever, maybe just being kind of shitty. When he was there, even like just in the room hanging out, the vibe was bad. It was a negative vibe. And even mm-hmm. when he was gone, the negative vibe was still there because she couldn't stop thinking about him or whatever. Yeah. So that's interesting. But I think... Yeah, no, I agree with you. idea that because this is so shitty it ruins everything else too like she can't have a free Mm -hmm. moment because she can stop thinking about it right Mm -hmm. yeah those are though my favorite lines of the whole song it rains when you're here it rains when you're gone it's just so perfect like Mm -hmm. again we were saying this taylor swift can just take these kind of complicated feelings and put them into something that seems so simple as a phrase but when you think about it it really packs a punch it really does yeah all of it Mm. all of her lines in all of her songs about like silence i love all of Mm. them i've never heard silence quite this loud here's the silence that cuts me to the core just all of them they're perfect and that's why she's so popular especially for younger women is because she writes these songs that everyone can kind of oh I felt that way about someone or like I mm-hmm. I understand what she's talking about and that's something we talked about a little bit yesterday which is interesting because she does have those fun songs like Love Story which we talked about yesterday that's kind of a happy ending and idealized mm-hmm. love and then there's something like Forever and Always which again the title suggests potentially something happier but then it's just like mm, JK forever and always doesn't exist it was interesting because I don't think until just now it just kind of occurred to me because she uses baby a lot throughout this song oh yeah and I always thought like oh maybe it's because there's like still a little affection there or whatever now I'm thinking it really is sarcastic though because especially being called baby like can Mm -hmm. kind of be a demeaning (laughs) thing I guess as a woman Mm. because at first in the last line you didn't mean it baby you said forever and always yeah I was like oh she's still calling him baby after all this that means a lot but now I'm kind of like 
it's probably sarcastic just to be like, fuck you. You didn't mean it, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of a taunt. Well, I don't know if Lissa, you remember seeing this live, but I feel like she probably performs it with like a bit of attitude in a good way to give it yeah. that sarcastic. Oh, I, I don't rem- because this was I don't remember if she performed this at Speak Now or not. Yeah. I don't remember honestly. She might have, but if she did, I think it was the piano version, so it was even more like heart wrenching. Oh. Ooh, that's a good point because if she is sarcastic in this version, it's not. It does not translate over to the piano at that all. That one's like sad and heartbreaking. <laughs> Is your favorite line also, Annie, the the rain bit? I think it's probably one of my favorite lines. I just, every time it, and because of the fact that it repeats and comes back, mm-hmm. every time it hits harder, you're just like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here's the silence that cuts me to the core is also a really good mm-hmm. line. Did you say that's your favorite? Mm-hmm. That's my favorite line. And also just the whole, this not one line, but that whole section of the, was I out of line up to the, mm. like, scared little boy. Yeah, yeah, that is a really good. I one. love that. But I do. That's really interesting that you say that. Like silence is a something she returns to a lot as a concept yeah. because I do love that because silence can have such a weight Ugh. to it. It's such a powerful mm-hmm. and like that cuts me to the core. That silence, so you're just mm, you mm-hmm. feel like there's so many things in that silence. Yeah, I love that. What's yeah. your shadow? Do the rain the the well? rain bit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's interesting too. I I know you said that line, Lissa. That mm-hmm. was your favorite. Here's the silence that cuts me to the core. Mm-hmm. Or was I out of line? Yeah, both, both of those. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I think it's so great that she includes that in this song because for especially because let's just be real, a lot of her fans are younger people, younger women, especially when this came out. And the fact that she includes that in here is really great. I feel like just for young girls growing up, this is not your fault. People are shitty, but it's not on you. Kind of. Thing. Thing, which mm-hmm. love that love that she did that honestly because you always we always all think that like what did i do mm-hmm. wrong why doesn't he want me i still think that all the time so taylor's got to remind me like no he's mm-hmm. just a scared little boy and also it's <laughs> a lot of these lines really can have dual meaning because like when you think about like did you forget everything your first thought is probably like did you forget all the good moments but then also it's like did you forget everything back up baby back up like do you remember all yeah. the shit you put me through like mm-hmm. you can't come around here and pretend you didn't you didn't pick up the phone you didn't call mm-hmm we yeah. can talk through this. Yeah. I also, I totally am forgetting until it's kind of right here, but then you feel so low that you can't feel nothing at all. It's just, it's that one really gets me. I'm just I like, just think yeah. that's a, well, that's an interesting line because it's not just like, oh, you can't, like, what do you think that is, you just can't stop thinking about him and it's all you can focus on so you feel yeah. like nothing else? Well, I feel like with relationships, a lot of time you intermingle your personal feelings of self-worth mm. with being in this relationship and it's hard to not do that and mm-hmm. not take things personally. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you're just feeling so poorly because of everything that's going mm-hmm. on you feel so low you can't feel nothing at all mm-hmm. like it, you can't take yourself out of the relationship you're gonna feel bad about yourself yeah isn't that, that when those moments when you're like thinking about what was i think what did i think about before i met this person like what did <laughs> i do all with my time mm-hmm. what like i do all i do is think about them like what am i gonna yeah. talk to? when am i gonna see them when am i yeah. gonna mm, pain yeah <laughs> thinking about this i did want to play a little bit of the backup baby backup bit because i think yeah. that's the poppiest bit of the whole song you forget everything back up baby back up did you forget everything 
Yeah, you start getting, you're like into it. Also, I kind of forget about the fact there's a literal guitar solo in this song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in there. Oh, uh, yeah. His Her guitar player's name is Grant Mickelson, and one time he retweeted one of me and my friend's videos we made of us singing Taylor Swift. <laughs> I feel like you are really not... You're more of a fan, I feel like, than you're saying. The fact that you've got, been picked by her mom twice. I she was must a see you. huge Taylor Swift fan. I, seriously, though, then I, like, kind of fell out. So then I feel like now I'm rusty. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I'm so excited about this whole, like, re-record thing. Because I'm like, oh, heck yeah. Like, back to old Taylor Swift. Well, I feel like it's hard, too, because all the songs you know so well, too, are the ones that came out like a decade ago almost yeah. you know what I mean and it's you were crazy. young when you they came out so you listened to them always so I feel like given a few years evermore in folklore you probably will get to know better yeah too, and then maybe have that nostalgic feeling especially now because those are tied with quarantine we're gonna listen yeah. back and be like, like remember ugh, where yeah. we were in life during this it was yeah. insane no that's crazy I honestly will admit I haven't given them a fair chance yet like I just haven't sat down and like listened to them enough but I don't know why. I just It's hard to it. like new music sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm stuck in my old Uptown Funk and you know, <laughs> Taylor's old It's only Uptown Funk all day 24-7. Yes. So once that gets yes. done. Uh. <laughs> True. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's also weird with her. And I I know I'm not. I don't consider myself like a Swifty. Mm-hmm. But she has 100% changed her sound from Fearless to Speak Now. But Speak Now is also super different from mm-hmm. Evermore and Folklore. And it's just I don't know that you, you can always not you specifically but oh, you yeah. general you can always shift with an artist like that right. especially because she's been with you for like 10 plus years yeah, so it's hard just... to stay in it but totally. a lot of people have Props. Yeah, some people love some people are way die hard Swifties like they mm. love her through reputation even yeah. like lover I didn't I never listened to it because after reputation mm. I'm just like uh turn me off wow that's that's interesting because i i think i only i mean it's hard to miss one of her new releases but Mm -hmm. i think i am more tuned into her now and i'm more excited because of her re-releasing all these songs Mm -hmm. that i have feelings about whereas i mean she's is she re-releasing lover would that be one of the ones she's redoing or not i don't know okay up until probably speak reputation reputation but yeah i don't know reputation for like three more years or something before she can i don't know this one i think is just for a lot of people one of the most it's not probably her most iconic i don't think but i think it has a lot of fun feelings associated with it even though it's kind of not a optimistic song which is funny yeah Okay, I meant to ask you this earlier, but if you had to rate your top three Fearless songs, both of you, what would it be? You open up I have list. an idea of mine. Yeah, pull it up, pull it up. Oh my gosh, yeah, there's so many great ones. Fearless songs. I'll go ahead <sighs> and I'll I'll say Forever and Always is my first, and then I would say Love Story and then White Horse. Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is hard. Yeah. I think I would do Forever and Always, The Way I Loved You, and then probably 15 or you're not sorry or tell me why (laughs) (laughs) it's like five (laughs) i i do like your picks though i feel like there's some underrated ones in there that's good i know some of those like i start listening to the popular ones at first and some of those Mm. like ones that aren't popular are seriously the best ones because they're so relatable i will say i think it's gonna be really interesting to hear her re-release of hey steven because she Mm. sounds kind of different even in the past recording compared to her other songs Annie, hit us with your top three. Definitely The Way I Loved You and Forever Always. I can't pick my third, though. I kind of want to go White Horse, too, though. It's a good mm, one. Mm-hmm. But also, we didn't even say you belong with me. 
That one's good. And that one's kind of <laughs> iconic. It's iconic. That music video is iconic. Yeah. 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 The song and is. We didn't good, really. Yeah. We talked about Hey Steven, which is also a huge bop. That one is. I forget yeah. about that one, and then I listen to and it. And I'm fearless. Like, oh. See, that's what happens. You can't. You're with the whole album. <laughs> well, yeah. it's so. What good. a good problem to have, honestly. This is not related at all, but it's also funny because I have this problem with Lana Del Rey. So she obviously just dropped her new album. It's called Chemtrails, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, chem- Chemtrails or yeah. something, something. Okay, I feel like we should look it up because I I, we sound right like now. an educated music pod people. Two of my friends are really big Lana fans, and I am absolutely a Chemtrails huge... over the country club. Chemtrails over the country club. I was the biggest, that album, that Born to Die, the Born to Die mm-hmm. album. That was like my favorite album, video games, like loved it all. But I did not, as she put out new albums and stuff, I didn't like her music as much. So I think that's kind of how I feel with Taylor. Still love her and like super respect her as a musician, but that's how I feel about Lana. But then there are people who kind of expect you to love them mm-hmm. no matter what, which I think is Well, I think it's hard because but... Taylor Swift grew up with a lot of people in a way. True, and true. people oh. feel like they are her friend almost. Yeah. Like they have a relationship. Mm-hmm with yes. her that's beyond just I enjoy mm-hmm. your music oh totally True. people feel like yeah she's like my mom mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah my one friend who went to all the concerts with me like loves her mm-hmm. so much and is like that I think she's very disappointed in me when I was like no I don't want to go to this concert and I'm not really into it anymore she was like Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you consider going to her concert now yeah. that you're older and I know 100%. you? A hundred percent. She puts oh. on an amazing show. That's another thing. It's like a story. I mean, like as you can imagine how she is. She literally did like three costume change in what is in one song at one point. It was amazing. She like went under a bell and like came out and was in a different dress. And I was like, what is <laughs> happening? It was amazing. So yeah, I would definitely go to another Taylor concert, and I would definitely go mm. at five a.m. <laughs> I would though. <laughs> So if someone wanted to, I'd be like, all right, let's go. If you got picked for the third time right. by her mom, right? I would scream. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's... Annie, you need to go right. with her I'm at 5 a.m. Well, maybe for Evermore, yeah. I would. Yeah. I I'll show you the ropes. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. Do we have any final thoughts about this song, about Taylor? I think it's going to go hard. Oh, my Her gosh. re-release. Yeah, I cannot wait. We're thinking about having a little party. Release party. COVID-friendly, of course. But. Oh, my gosh. Actually, one of my friends, Marissa, who was on the pod yesterday... For her, I believe it was her 20th or 23rd birthday party. She, it was the 23rd, I think, or something like that. I'll, yeah, we're going to say it's the 23rd and just cut out the other eight years, I said. But 25. for her 23rd birthday party, <laughs> yeah. we were in Boston. So you have them later for sound bites? <laughs> 20. <laughs> literally so she had the idea to have all her friends come over and dress up in one of taylor's Mm. iconic eras and it was so fun i did uh her like kind of outfit inspired by what she wore in the song she did with zane Mm. i don't i don't want to live forever for the 50 shades soundtrack so fun there was the iconic one where she Mm -hmm. was on the reputation tour and she was wearing that red dress there was the you belong with me kind of nerd outfit it was really fun you guys should so do that if you do a fearless watch party gonna be here before we know it okay well annie go ahead and take us away yeah we shad and i are gonna come with a very special episode and we're gonna discuss some glee covers and talk about (laughs) if any of them are better than the originals which there might be annie's musical theater no to be fair i didn't watch the end of glee so i'll have to do some research on the last season or two me neither i think i got it spoiled for me which is totally fine but um yeah so (laughs) as always you can find us on our socials songs that send us across all platforms we thank you for listening and we will catch you next time. We're gonna what, Shannon? We're gonna love you. We're gonna and leave love you. you and leave you. Bye! Yeah.